It's me, the sun-soaked tropical hotel looking for a companion who enjoys short walks to sandy beaches and exotic bird sightings. My only weakness? You'll never want to leave me. Download the hotel's app to find me, your perfect somewhere. Ah, Portugal. There's so much to do, but so little I feel like I have to do when we are here. Talk about a foreign feeling. When we are back from vacation, let's make sure we are still on track with our investment plans. You know, just in case we want to retire here. With Vanguard advice, no matter what your retirement goals are, we can help you get there. That's the value of ownership. Visit Vanguard.com and explore Vanguard advice. All investing is subject to risk. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Services are provided by Vanguard Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Rurikonda is known as number one for so many reasons, but... The Civic, the Passport, and the Odyssey won Best for Residual Value in 2022. Everyone has their Honda preference, so make time for Aurora Honda Rep to learn which ride best suits your journey. John, as always. Go to Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. And if your Honda ends up at 200,000 miles, you know where to bring it to oh John God. so he could go on the Demolition Derby. Who says that? According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jag-off. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jag-off! Or someone scares the f- out of you. Yeah, jag-off! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jag-off? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jag-off Podcast. So this is the Jag-off Podcast. We appreciate you listening. If you're listening for the very first time, we just ask you that you subscribe because we're all about things going on in not just Pittsburgh, but Western Pennsylvania. That's what I was just saying to Jason, who sort of is like the know-all, be-all here. We want to be in other counties. Like, we love Allegheny County, but we want to be able to find out unique jobs, unique people, unique living in counties beyond our own. We will drive. I won't, but I will go along for the ride with John. So it's all good. It's all good. Right. What was on the blog this week? So what was on the blog this week is useless stoplights is my biggest passion. We go through the town of Coriopolis at 1 o'clock in the morning. And the red lights are activating. Like, why am I sitting here waiting for a minute for a red light? Is to that turn a question? Green? Because you have road rage. Yeah, <laughs> that's the answer. No. Because you're an angry person. Why? It's useless. <laughs> In a car. So please feel free to email us, me, John at yajagoff.com, if you know of a useless red light intersection. Okay, don't do it. And then also, um, the what was it? Red light twofer. What happened there? Yeah. you wrote them so all. Yin's, I feel like I'm useless Yin's on this Lids one. gave oh, us a yeah, video. Yeah. Oh, my Yin's gosh. Lids yeah, don't gave us them. A, They have dashboard video of a bus, you know, a professional driver, running a red light left-hand turn and a car behind it taking the twofer on the red light left-hand turn. Twofer, yeah. Almost caused a c- crash a on the video. Word. And then yeah. inappropriate parking drives John nuts. Like, listen. He wants you to submit this because he hates whenever people park in handicapped areas, which I do too. But whenever you're over the line or you're like supposed to be perpendicular and you're not, is it perpendicular? Parallel. Parallel. (laughs) Wrong P. (laughs) Drives him nuts. So that was on the blog. As always, make sure you are listening to us on Y108, 100.7 star, two different times, every day for Talk of the Town. Tan, say it right. Right. And then Alista, actually, we pull up the parking chair to tell you all the amazing events like this one to go in western Pennsylvania. And Y108, it's Jagoff of the Week. We figure out which of the ones we read to you really redeem the quality of worst Jagoff or biggest Jagoff. Well done. Well done. So we are here, here, as we said, at the Derby. We have a number of guests, including, you know, we're up in Mercer County, but of course we found Pittsburghers up here making an impact on the demolition derby world. And then... 
we we have this awesome golf promotion that we're doing for up here in Mercer County. We're going to talk about what is Mulligan Monday in Mercer County. And then on top of that, Mulligan Monday, Bob hooked us up with Russ, who you, who, we, who we're going to hear as our musician this Six week. degrees. It's not just Pittsburgh, right. right? But we have to thank Jason Sauer yeah. because he coordinates He's this a local entire legend. dance. Yeah, I feel so proud to know him. It's pretty cool. I, I can't wait to hear his story because... He's like a remote gallery now. Yeah. Like he's a revolving. I don't know what you want to call it, remote or revolving. But so here's the cool part. I recognized the gentleman to your right. Yeah. (laughs) I had to do this like little thing because (laughs) you had him. I actually got to break into the conversation last year, but it was good to see that he grew a little bit and he's still here, which means the interest is he's still here. But he isn't just here for a little bit of interest. He may or may not have built the vehicle over there. And this guy makes me feel at home because he's from Garfield. So we feel like we're still in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so it's Thai, right? right? Because I said Thai, and they were like, T-Y. Either or. Okay. It's your preference. Okay. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. I like Thai because I feel like T-Y mm-hmm. is like, I don't know. I've never heard those two initials together, those two letters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's different. <laughs> I want to know this. How, oh, you have to lift up, hon. Mm-hmm. I want to know this. <laughs> How? We were telling him to get close. Rachel I'm just like, grabs his hand and shoves a mic in his nose. I can't help it. I'm like a mom. I'm not like a mom. I am. So I want to know, to me, it is so peculiar that here we are in Mercer County, which is habitually known for country woods, you know, mm-hmm. things like this. Pittsburgh doesn't have derby type right. things. How did you get into that from a Garfield uh, guy? Me and Jason. Uh, really? Yeah, through our friendship. Uh, so, oh, so you met him during, like, gallery days, that kind uh, of thing? Not even. No. I met him randomly walking to get coffee in the morning. In uh, Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, I love it. He okay. asked me to help him with some work, and I said, yeah, and... It led to everything else. Were you yeah. doing some type of work like that ahead of time or no? What, derby? Yes. Oh, no, Nothing. never before. What were you uh, doing? Just freelance. I, I do everything. Okay. <laughs> everything else but this. So, okay. Yeah. So when you say this, what? how did you partake in this in this vehicle? Uh, I'm a driver. That's You're <laughs> a driver. I'm a driver. He, he's the builder. He's the builder. I know. He's I want to get to that. camo painted it. Uh, Amazing. Concept sponsoring us, so yeah. So you decide you're going to be a driver. Did, did they have to talk you into it? Uh, no, not at oh all. My God. I was so I drove. <laughs> I must be year. one of a kind because I have no interest in driving one of these. But go ahead. No, you, you get curious. The more you see it, the yeah. more you get curious. And I got to drive last year, and I had fun, so I'm ready to do it again. Okay. What yeah. What makes it fun? Is it the exhilaration? Is it the fear? Is it the uh, what I could happen? All of that. Yeah. You know, the unknown, I, I don't know. It's just different. It's yeah. something different than I'm used to. So so it starts with driving, and then you kind of figure it has to look good, right? Right. So do you help in the artistic portion of it as well? Like you say, hey, I really want, I'm looking at this, that nah, kind of thing? I, I just, Project 53rd is just my name. That's gotcha. That's for the, and that's just an ode to Gorefield, basically. So I, I love it. I, I I gave suggestions of the name, and he did his thing. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, I just like monopolized. Is, living in the city, actually, you live in the city as well, right? You no. Know? I'm yeah. Oh, 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 okay. I'm from, okay. Yeah. But living in the city, does that help you build experience for the demolition derby? Just like trying to because when you're he's trying an angry to driver, oh, so that's what I, he's getting. I, I mean, I, come on. I, I guess in a, in, in a way, <laughs> in, a, in a way, I can see that. I never put the two together, but I never put the I never put the two together, but it might Listen, be. It he might was be. saying he's a freelancer, and he and Jason just met like yeah, serendipitously. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I love and so Jason, all of the stuff he does, how could he not be an inspiration? Right. To uh-huh. you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so 
We are to you because you were on our podcast last year. You look exactly the same, only about a foot taller. <laughs> right. So uh, tell us, you're a driver yep. in the Derby, and how did you get started in the Derby? Uh, my dad's always been in Derby, and so I've got really, like, it's always been in my blood, and I've always I've been really close to it. And uh, Casey and Chance Smith and everybody at Smith Metalworks, they really brought me in and, like, getting stuff to know, stuff like what mm. to do and a lot more stuff like that. So when I was asking him about, you know, the city driving and experience, you're like, no, interstate driving, right? <laughs> well, he talked about it last time. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Ride shotgun in the car. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, move out of my way. Let's go. <laughs> but wait, Jake, are you old enough to drive? No. I I'm didn't think so. <laughs> Still, right? Yep, ride shotgun. Uh-huh. Just said, get oh. out of my way. My gosh. So tell us again, and I know we talked a little bit about this last year, but remember I was late, so I want to get the full story. What made you get into it? Is it sort of just born because this is this area is kind of known for that, right? And to my beliefs, as of like Stonebro PA, it's where the baddest derby drivers come from. Okay. Western PA has some of the wor- worst tracks to go on because if you go there, it is an all-out brawl. Mm. And oh, so wow. from Stonebro, we have one of the best tracks in the world to be at, most really? challenging. You show up there, you better hope you got your panties in a bunch because it's going to be there. Mm. Wow. See, this makes me want to do it even more. You're ready. I'm telling you, Sowers needs to get you hooked up. So, you know, listen, I was going to do it. I I swore to those guys that I was going to do it last year, but my daughter decided to have a baby that day. So he became a grandfather, (laughs) so he couldn't do it. Whatever. Excuses. I I, I do have some legitimate (laughs) excuse. So, Let's talk about technique when you're driving. Like, yep. is it better? You know, when I'm on the bumper cars, which I'm sure is very similar <laughs> at Kennywood, uh, you know, oh I turn the wheel and I back into people because it seems to be more fun than <laughs> a surprise. But yep. what are techniques when you're driving in a dirt? Um, especially at our track, we like to stay, like, straight across. If you say the track's this way, like a big rectangle this way, you want to stay this way, keep your wheels from people. Like, if you're this way, people got more of an angle to get to your wheels. A wheel, you need wheels on your car to win a derby. It helps okay. a lot. So, you so want, that's, the, that's the Achilles heel of taking somebody out yeah. is the wheel. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. That's a big steering. Okay. Yeah, makes so, sense. Yep. Okay. So you want to keep your car, you want to stay right in the middle and stay away from the walls because I've, I've drove on walls myself, so I can't be one to talk. <laughs> but you're supposed to stay in the middle, stay off the walls. Use the back end as much. Back end's the business end. The front's okay. the party end. It's like a mullet. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. It's the mullet. Party in the business in the front, party in the back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad I could equate to that. Ty's like, yeah, <laughs> right. it's a mullet. Right, right. <laughs> now, did they tell you all of that when you started driving? Like, did you get some kind of crash course? I mean, is that a- he sees so I, of- I drove once and I just wanted to crash, so I didn't have much technique. So this time I'm going through the motions of oh. strategy and you know what I mean? The okay. technical stuff. So, so what is like one pointer that you remember? The back end. The back end. So that's why you the were back, right. The uh, back end. The mullet sure. theory. That's okay. the business end. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that he's like, you're 15? 14. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And he knows more about this than I do. Like, <laughs> not that I know anything. But how, did, concern, how do you but. practice? Right? How did, either one of you can answer the question. How do you practice? Because, I mean, obviously you're smashing up a car the entire time. But do you go out and drive around in mud with no cars? How does that work? Um, Casey Smith, he's he's kind of like my neighbor. He's, like, right down the road from me. He built a track in his backyard. And it's for the youth program that he does that people come in there and they enjoy time. And it's like a four-day kind of – it's like a summer resort. Mm-hmm. But it's right down the road from me, so I go there and, like, we can drive around and put tires up. 
and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. That is oh, so okay. awesome. Oh. It's a so, summer resort. So you put tires up to wreck into. We, oh, that and the drive around, like go in reverse, to okay. s- try oh, to spin okay. around them All and right. stuff like that to prepare right. like for people hitting you and getting in and out of cars. It's so crazy. Dude. You're so happy. I'm so, <laughs> I want to do this. I think I might want to do this more than I want to jump out of an airplane. Not oh, me. Oh, I'll take right. pictures. Yeah, I keep right. telling you that. Next podcast. Mm-hmm. I keep telling uh, you that. What's hmm. the part that you're not looking forward to? Is there a part you're not looking forward to or you're you're good? Uh, I don't think so. I'd be a little nervous before, but I'd be... When, once once it started, I'd be relaxed. I'm, I'm that's with everything, so I'm, I'm good. I don't know. What's the pregame ritual? Do you eat a certain food? Do you not eat? What's the pregame? Or have a, uh, have a couple of something drinkies? He's just I just go. Yeah, I, mean, just I only been in one, so yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Maybe yeah, I right. gain one later, but I, I that's not, a, not not now. That All just right. means just you have to come back, yeah. Jake. I'm gonna throw a couple trivia's because listen, I didn't know if there was such a thing. But why is it called a demolition derby? Do you know? Um, because uh, a lot of people, when they think of like derbies, they're thinking horse races. <laughs> but in my head, when you say, when I hear demolition derby, demolition, you're running into something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then derbying, I don't know where they came up with derbying, but I like them together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't wear like fancy hats? No, 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 no. <laughs> There's no mint julep. We're not right? out here whipping a horse to go, go, right, go. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, that was, like, that was super close because I looked it up and it said it, they created the concept for demolition derbies at New York State's Islip Speedway in 1958 after realizing that many people liked wrecking cars. So there uh, you go, Ty. You're right. <laughs> you got it. Mm-hmm. I got a that lot of anger, awesome. Ty. I want If I saw you, I know we, we're friends right now, but if I saw you on the oh, course, I would aim my butt in at you for like, the business end. Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be like that. Vice <laughs> versa. It's supposed to be like that. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be like that. I want that. you to flip over. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like boxing. Okay. If you don't like getting punched in the face, don't go out there. Mm-hmm. Oh That's you. why okay. I'm not playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, stay in your lane. I have no problem with that. All right, you guys, where does everybody mm-hmm. follow you? Where can we find more information uh, about what you're doing with uh, your driving and with Boom? Uh, my Instagram is my car, Project 53rd. Project 53rd? Uh, and that's it for real. That's all, all I right, cool. Me. How about you? Uh, you can find me throughout Smith Metalworks and uh, Most Wanted Fine Art, but uh, my Instagram is jakeberkner 11 Mm-hmm. I love it. And he's 14, so you better be nice to him. Right. You'll have the wrath of me. Whatever. Girls. Uh, Listen, we could be a hookup for you, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, our intern's yeah. on here. All right. All right. So, question of the day. What is your favorite? This sort of like you kind of were infringing on my question of the day, but I'll let you do it. Favorite meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or no, just snacking? We always do like just a, uh, off the path. I like to eat, so I don't, oh, I don't you know. You don't have a favorite? No, nah, I don't think I got so a snack favorite. snack all day? No, I eat. I like the meals. I want to eat food, but I don't got a favorite. All right. Just eat. Mm -hmm. All right. Fair enough. Jake? Uh, Mine's definitely breakfast. Breakfast? I'm a a breakfast person. Okay. Mm -hmm. What time do you get up? Six. Oh, wow. For Mm -hmm. school? Yeah. Okay. Or for a regular day. I'm usually up at six. Really? For working Mm -hmm. and stuff? Yep. Oh, my God. Your parents have to be so proud. I'm proud. You're not fine. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for guys, coming. Awesome. It's always Thank a pleasure. You so much Thank you. Yeah, appreciate appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we, we have to, we're going to come Look how smash. Your eyes uh, I know. We're going to come uh, smash. Uh, I'm not. Smash. I'll just take the pictures, but I don't mind. All right. Uh-huh. I think All right. you seem like you want to get in one. I don't. I have no right. desire. Come on. Tell her. Tell yeah. her, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you do it, he does. No, he would do it without me. He's doing it anyway. But it would be more fun so he could hit you with the business end. Because if my daughter has another baby, I'll be so angry again. Oh, my God. I'm dirty. I'm doing it Just right. because you think about it. Uh, don't speak it. You're going to speak oh, it. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> See? Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Cool.
This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. Who is our hookup? He's like our, <laughs> he's our, um, he's our Tinder hookup for Derby podcast, right? Oh, okay. Like, I'm, gonna I'm more grinder, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that, you that was ugly. Like, his analysis <laughs> odd. I so know. Jason from Most Wanted Fine Art, you, you hooked us up two years in a row with really good podcast guests. And so here we are again. We're up here in Mercer County. And who knew that such a, a city guy would have such an influence? And Bill is here. So tell introduce us to what Bill does for, with you guys. Well, I'm standing next to Bill Lohenberg, uh, producer and creator of Crash Burn Love the Movie and Crash Burn Love the Book. How cool so is that? That's super cool. Bill came to me a few years ago, and we were working on uh, expanding on his, his book. And then COVID hit, and it kind of, like, stalled. And then he called me out of the blue after he talked to Mike Martini. And uh, so Bill has been instrumental in the last few weeks of my life. Like, he's really kind of turned things upside down, haven't you? If you say so. I think so. If you say so. Like, Bill, it's, it's sort of easy, like, if we compartmentalize, you know, why each of these guys, you know, what made them kind of get into either the driving aspect or the decor aspect or the sculpting. What about you? Why, what is the fascination in general with Derby? Well, I'm actually a retired history teacher. Yeah. And um, I'm interested in Demolition Derby in its historical context. So I'm trying to put together a, a documentary that looks at it from all different angles. Sure. And so we have something for the future. You know, Demolition Derby may not be around right. uh, with the advent of self-driving electric vehicles. And in a couple generations, most people in our society might not even know how to drive a car. So what does that say about motorsports? Yeah. So um, I really think what I'm doing is more about asking questions instead of trying to make a statement. That's such a good point. I because it didn't it didn't click for me. Like even when we were talking off air and you were saying that you were a teacher, a history teacher, that does make sense because you look back and I guess we just always assumed people would drive. Right. Wow, that's a great point. Right. Bill, okay, you learned something. This is I'm the happy now. This part of our podcast in the last six months. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's really it. That's so right. awesome. Glad to hear so, it. Bill, um, have you traveled around the country doing derby stuff, or just stayed locally and did your research here? Well, I began to work on my book, Crash Burn Love. Began to work on Crash Burn Love, the book, back in 1995. Okay. So, really, it's been about 30 years that I've been uh, photographing, studying, writing, researching, and. You know, trying to make some sense out of it all. Wow, that's crazy. So is this like your, this is your week to kind of hang out, look around, and like, okay, yeah, it's still going strong for right now, right? Yeah, and it's interesting because the book came out in 2005, and then I was away from it for a while. And so now it's interesting to see how things have changed in the intervening 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, and it's I was changed just gonna, a lot. I was going to say, you know, I hate negativity. And, and our podcast, as I said, is so softball, but... 
I did read that some people say, is this as a sport dying somewhat? So are you sort of here to advocate that it's not? I mean, look around this place and see that there are so many people who still have such a passion for it. Is that is that yeah, part of it, the it's, advocacy? It's, it's definitely picked up in recent years, especially, uh, you know, with the advent of social media and sure. the Internet. And it's expanding now. We have uh, several nationwide broadcasting systems, you know, TrackShot right. does it and Derby TV. And there'll probably be more in the future. So um, it seems to be that it's definitely on the rise. So it's like anything, right? It takes dips and it's valleys and peaks, just like any other sport or, or trending sure. something. Yeah. And this coming season, I think it's going to make even more of a resurgence because for two years, the audiences yeah. haven't been able to come out and in you know, yeah. uh, celebrate in person. Yeah. So That's I think it's going to take a big surge. I mean, this event we're at here today... Uh, Casey predicted there might be as many as 2,500 plus <coughs> visitors. Wow. And people are, you know, eager to get out and uh, connect with something that they enjoy. That's a good point. Jason, it's so amazing, first of all, that I don't know if you're a suck-up or just a really good dude because the word Jagoff <laughs> is sewn onto your vest that you have right now. So oh, we is love, that, do I have, you know, it's, I'm representing. We love that. You know, so, um, right? Well, I mean. John Chamberlain, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go backward, because if people didn't hear last year's podcast, you got into this through art, and now you travel the country, not necessarily driving, but your projects are the cars once you get on site. Describe how that works. Um, promoters hire TrackShot Live, and when they bring us out there, uh, if the promoter requests me to be there, I will spray paint cars in the parking lot before the event starts. Then once the national anthem starts, then I put on a headset and call the event. But I spend a lot of time in small America listening and painting tributes to people and their loved ones. So I get to be an extension of the last little bit of idea before they send their car out there to be smashed. And it feels like an art <laughs> opening for me. Because uh, I can see all my paint jobs get smashed, and it really makes me feel good. It really takes away the, pre the, smile. the preciousness from could I, me. Could I intervene here you with a question since I was a former teacher, and that just comes naturally? What do you think is um, all about those tributes? Because I noticed that on everything from uh, T-shirts to cars to people's toolboxes, that seems to be a really important aspect of um, Demolition Derby. Uh, memorializing lost loved ones. Yep. Yes. And I don't know of any other kind of public sport that does that. You don't see that on people's football helmets or on their baseball bats, but it seems to have a place in Demolition Derby. you have any ideas on why that is? Uh, Bill, been... we're going to have to time your question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If you ask a better just, question yeah, than the host, we question. time you. It just comes natural. <laughs> no, Sorry. Uh, what I've noticed from the last seven years of spray painting these cars is the difference with Demotion Derby is the love for family is expressed a little bit differently. So in a way, I feel more like a tattoo artist where I'm mm -hmm. giving you uh, the car that, you know, Aunt so-and-so died of cancer, and we want to write F cancer on that car. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. there's a statement to be made, and the family, the family is how you build Demotion Derby cars. Everyone's in the garage, so they want to shout out, like, so I painted Linda in South Carolina. And, like, the, the young man was brought to tears because I had painted his mom, who just passed away, name on the car. Yeah. Great, so I feel yeah. very, I hold that responsibility that I have to help 
transition this mechanical It's a connection. Story. That's a great well, point, Well, and if you yeah. want to get deeply into symbolism and metaphor here, I, I don't mean to get too heavy on this no. podcast. No, please. But that idea of putting the memorial tribute on the car and then smashing it, it's a form of catharsis. Yeah. Or it's a form of release yeah. from that grief, maybe. Yeah. There yeah. You maybe go. I'm reading too much into it, well, but no. that's kind uh, of way. Let me finish that story real quick. So yeah. We, I was done for the day. I put my paints away, but they're like, can you please come paint Linda on the car? Because the car made it into the consolation round, and maybe I had my mom watching over me, and it worked out for them. They won the consolation round. They came back to a cheering crowd in the parking lot, and they made it to the feature with Linda on the car. And wow. so I get to be That's a so part cute. of those small moments. And I'm very blessed and thankful that people think they're important. Dude, wait, listen, that you know, so if awesome. I got into a demolition derby, I know I wouldn't win, right? <laughs> so I would probably have an ex-wife name painted on the car because that would be cathartic. And I would put it on the I business end. I hope his end. kids listen to this episode. I, That's the car right behind us has it on the front bumper. <laughs> Are you serious? I would put yes. it on the business end, too, <laughs> so it gets hit first. Uh, <laughs> no. So, Jason, I think that's what's super cool about what you bring us to here. And, and Bill, as, as a teacher, that's really cool in that, you know, the world is changing so quickly. There are, there are teachers and there are um, high school counselors that don't know the things are going to happen in five years. They don't, we don't really know how best to prepare. But Jason's clearly in a job and a very happy job doing something that who would ever thought, right? So we have to kind of pay attention. And I love the fact that, Jason, that you're a mentor to our first two guests because they would not know anything about this from all of the traditional educational processes without knowing, meeting you for coffee. As we heard. Right. So I, th- I think it's super cool that, that, and then for Bill, for you to come and document this, I love it where you, you call it a subculture, right? It is a subculture, yeah. and it's so amazing. When you watch it on YouTube, you find yourself sitting there watching, I want to watch one more. Right. You know, it's so crazy. You, you become addicted to it. Were you like that, Bill, when you uh, sort of, are you are you addicted to it in a fan kind of way, or are you addicted more into documenting history? I feel like he's more inquisitive, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm addicted to it. Um, okay. I mean, I'm more of an, of a, an observer okay. than yeah. anything, uh, because, you know, if you're real familiar with this, once you've seen 10,000 crashes, um, I don't want to stereotype anything but they all get to look kind of the same it's this crunching metal it's more the human element behind it Uh, the stories you know it's all about storytelling and story recording that means something for the future okay all right okay no i love that that's pretty cool i mean I, I just I just dig Pretty it all. Cool. I dig it all, Jason. And I love the fact that it's this. not something, and again, not to stereotype, but a teacher, you know, like, okay, so you've taught your whole life, and everybody has hobbies, but it wasn't one of your hobbies. And to think that you had that inquisitive thought that kind of rolled into this, mm. I think that's pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It is. Well, I, you I, love I, it. I do love it because we were talking about, like, going on tour and being, like, co-artists where we're showing the book and I'm showing a sculpture and like this is before all the cameras came about. We really wanted to kind of just tell Demotion Derby at like kind of the academic level, uh, like this is a folk art that really is a fine art. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. Talk and about your fine art because I think you're selling some of them bees. Uh, thank I you. I didn't say. Turn on. <laughs> uh, I was very blessed to sell two sculptures to my uh, to my friend Julie today. 
So, um, it's, congratulations. So, so we are two for two at selling sculptures <laughs> nice. at a demolition derby. I Expo. love it. Maybe we're good luck charms. Uh, that's it. I think the whole thing. But I yeah, you guys so. really bring it's the, the great energy. Yeah. You do. You, yeah. People know that you're coming. They do know. I see it posted on the internet. <laughs> oh, they're kind, pumped about kind. you guys. And they ran. No, like, what the hell is that? Now, no. What they're going to do is try to put you in a derby car and try to run against you. You I'm know in. this I'm is happening. You know, oh, please I just wanna, stop talking I, about I, I it. Oh, my God. It's so I might want to do it, like I said, I might want to do it more than I want to jump out of an airplane at this point. I really do want to Does anyone care what I want to do? This isn't it. Yeah. How about that? We're going. What? Come Jason? On. No. September 10th. I'll take pictures. You know September 10th. You know what Rachel wants to do? We're going to make candles in three weeks. Okay. Who doesn't want to make candles? Right? I mean, I'm okay with that, right? <laughs> right. And I'm fine. I appreciate the art. That has nothing to do with it. I just have a fear yeah. of being in a car that smashes. Well, I don't know. Call I, me crazy. I got a good transition for you then. So on September 10th, whenever you're ready to drive this derby car, you can drive the car through the inspection station so you can feel it, make sure it wasn't cheated. September 10th. And you can get out. And you can get in and put the helmet on. So September you take 10th. it through the inspection. See, he you does this on purpose like. while we're recording so that I can't say no. <laughs> I mean, then you're I not like, going to smash the car. <laughs> you're just going to be in the car driving it and waving sure. to people. Sure. Oh, uh, I'm not that bad. You didn't call me Karen. No. Because I am not. That I don't <laughs> mind doing. I mean, I just like to be supportive but not nice. hit. <laughs> right. Well, that, well that's, I think that's a good compromise. You can I drive, it through, you drive yeah. it through tech. You drive it in the derby. Let yeah. me at it. All right. Tell us before we let you go, how can people who don't know as much about the culture support it? Like, how do, how do you kind of gain more fans or more inquisitive folks like myself and Bill? Well, for our part, we're trying to produce a document that's going to transcend just the audience of Demolition Derby. Okay. I have interviews scheduled with some very well-known uh, celebrities. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention their names. On, uh, I say here, do it. Rachel. Here, here. Rachel. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, let's start with, uh, you know who John Waters is? Yes. Hairspray? Yes. He's actually a Demolition Derby fan yes. and a fan of my work. Um, about five years ago, he invited me to be in an exhibit he was curating. And I had ne- never, I mean, I was a big fan of his for 30 years. But I didn't know of his interest in what I was doing. So uh, the gallery tracked me down out of the blue. And... Um, I had some photographs in this exhibit. It was called Catastrophe. And there was uh, eight artists. Four of them were from Europe. Four were from North America. And at the end of the exhibit, he bought two of my pieces, and he didn't buy anybody else's work. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm going to be interviewing him next month uh, down in Baltimore. And he's going to have some very interesting things to say about this. That's That's, so now, how, cool. how could we have access to that interview? Are you doing um, it? Or it's part of? Yeah, it's part of our documentary. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And, so you have to get uh, the documentary. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of thing I mean when we're yeah. trying to transcend. Because um, if we get the, the audience that we hope for this, it's going to go. F- it's, you know, it's more about, than more, uh, it's about more than crashing cars. It's yes. got a big social context. And a historical context. Yes. So hopefully that's going to let a lot of people know about it that were never interested of it, uh, you know, sure. in the past. Sure. Nice. That's a great point. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. So, Bill, where do they, uh, before we do the question today, where do they find out more about your work? Well, um, right now, anybody that is interested can follow us on Instagram. It's just Crash Burn Love Productions on Instagram. We should have a YouTube channel up by uh, the midsummer. Okay. And I do need to stress that if people follow us on social media, that is not the project itself. Okay, That's just right. a behind-the-scenes okay. look at things. 
uh, because some of that stuff's going to be shot on a phone and whatnot. Got it. But you see the size of these cameras yeah. that we have here today. Right. That's a whole He's different. He's like John. They're so much better than yours. It's a diff- <laughs> right? Not to brag, but yeah. it's a different. That ain't di- no iPhone. His camera's better than yours. Different <laughs> dimension altogether. No, so you're right. yeah. yeah. So thank you for asking. We hope oh, that people are, are interested and follow so along. This is great. Hey, Jason, they find you at Most Wanted Fine Art. Mostwantedfineart.com. We have a new website out right now. Uh, go to hit the navigation tab, hit the buy stuff tab, and support us and support what we're doing with these demolition derby cars. Uh, we have a fiscal sponsor, so if you feel like what TY is doing and what I'm doing for Inner City Garfield is something you want to help and believe in, I have bigger projects. I have a garage in North Carolina that I want to take these young men to and get them out of town and build cars. So if there's any philanthropists who are following your show, know that it's going to a good spot and I can give you a decent tax. We need to get some That's media on thing. that. Yeah. We need to get some yeah, media on that. All right, cool. Before question I ask the, the question of the day, now I want to oh. ask Jason this because I did a couple like, you know, trivia type things and mm-hmm. I didn't want to like put every, I mean, Jake knows everything. So, you right. know, most commonly used vehicles in a demolition derby and apparently there are three different that they give reference to. Do you know? Can you name one of them? Yeah. Okay. Right, or right, all three. Right. Or all three. Okay. Do I want to name all three? No, yeah. If you know. can, you do all three. I feel, uh, well, I mean, it depends if we're talking about compact cars. So it doesn't I don't matter. know. All right. Well, then I'll name three cars. And we'll <laughs> all see right. What, I'm ready. We'll go with a Ford Crown Vic. Yep. We're going to do with a Chrysler Imperial. Yep. And uh, because I can't guess the other one, we'll go with Toyota Camry. A Toyota. Really? Oh, uh, yeah, Cameron. Toyota. You can guess. A Chevy wagon from the 70s. That's a good one, but it's not. Chevy Impala was an, was an alternate, but Buick Regal is the oh. top three. Yeah, we might yeah. dispute that one, right. oh, but yeah. Yeah. we'll give it to you. That's no. a cop car right there, yes, right? The, yeah, right. Yeah. The, the ubiquitous taxi yeah. is oh, that's a funny. very tough car. Yeah, so yeah nice. that was interesting, though. I thought that yeah, was kind of cool. Totally cool. That. That's good All right, question of the day. We always want to go off topic because you talk all about your stuff. So, right. Favorite meal of the day, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or are you just like, nope, I'm going to snack all day? T.Y. is like, I just love to eat. He could not answer, like, right. what is favorite? What's yours? It's going to be the dinner that my wife makes. Oh, that, that was she, smart. That right? was really smart, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just scored points. How about you, Bill? Well, I'm all veg, so I follow a plant-based diet, so anything that grows. Wow. Nice. Wow, Bill. All right. You make us all look bad. You're I like know. this teacher. Really, you have great thoughts. He, he has good lowered eater. himself to come on our podcast. <laughs> clearly, right? He has uh, a better camera Bill, than John. Honestly, yeah, yeah, this was a blast having this, this kind of information. I, I can't even tell you how much we appreciate yeah. you doing it. It's all I actually really a lie. I went to acting school. Oh, what's no. That? <laughs> no. It's not true. No, we're it's really not lucky he said Bill. it's a lie. <laughs> I said it's all a lie. I, I went to acting school, but that's not that's not true. That's a lie. Nice. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you guys so much. And Thank Jason, you. thanks again for opening us up here. Uh, I see you got some Jagoff stickers. Make sure they make their way to the sculpture. Any car that has a hood besides the 49, so we can put a sticker Oh, we go look at the bumper. When your mama's outside, we're going to make the scene of baby, and then we're going to bop and rock all night. It's so nice out there, out there in the Mexican markets where chili stretch in the sun. High in the mountain air between backcountry skis and kids doing the first snowplow. Or next to the pool after a long day of forgetting what day it is. We're all here to get out there and come home more us than the us that went away. And when you save on travel as an Expedia member, you can travel even more. It's so nice out there. So let's go. Expedia. Made to travel. Terms apply. See site for details. We always like to talk to the natives when we're 
we're in a different area. We like to know, like, what are they doing and, and what makes this town tick? And so Bob drew the shortest straw because we, we knew similar people, so we made them come on. Yeah, I'm a little bit scared, too. To be Don't get, be get real scared. There you scared go. Yeah, of yeah. what? I'm a little bit scared. Be Listen. scared of a demolition derby. Don't be scared yeah. of us. That's what I say. Right. I grew up with this kind of stuff. This yeah. is how I grew up. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever do anything like this? No, but my great uncle owned Sharon Speedway, which is just 20 or 30, uh, 30 minutes from here. Okay. Um, you know, for oval dirt track racing, then he went to Blacktop, then back to dirt track. It's huge now. So sure. Spring cars, all that stuff. So, so you know I grew up, I grew You're up no with stranger. This life, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So you are here because you're, part, you're actually right down the road yeah, from just where we are. five minutes. And Spring Valley Golf Club, and you guys are going to do something kind of jag-offery <laughs> in, in the month of April and May because um, – you're a, you're a destination place. People could come and stay in kind of like your cabin-like areas. And then they can golf and they can look at wildlife. But more importantly, at some point during May, they can come and take a picture with a Jagoff golf cart. Yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're doing Mulligan Mondays, month of May. Uh, I advertise it. You can sign up for it in April. Yep, right? yeah, that's April. right. And then we're going to make a Jagoff golf cart. And I think everybody can vote on how they want us to decorate it. You got it all under control. John, he has it perfected. I mean, we literally told him one time and he was able to rattle all yeah, that see, off. See, they know I'm nervous, guys. Here's so what I love. They're, Mulligan they're Mondays. Break. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what we always like, what, what it makes me think of is, do you remember the Eaton Park commercial? Whenever it was like, follow the berry. And it was like, in the merry, merry month of May. Now it's like, in the Mulligan month of May. In get Mercer. In on Mondays. On Mondays. Right. I mean, it doesn't get Mulligan any. Mulligan Monday mm. month in May in Mercer. Yes. Look at us. Look at A little Joe. alliteration. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, because we, we, in all, you know, full disclosure, we did just meet you in the last couple weeks because of this project. And we've always had a, a, a fascination with Mercer because we've done some things up here. And we think that it's so um, historical. There's so much longevity. But... We don't know a ton about golf courses. So tell us a little bit. You know what story I want you to tell. Um, How did you come into your golf course? My dad always wanted to build one. That and story? that's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, my dad was a builder all his life. Um, he owned other businesses, uh, big campgrounds, and always wanted to build a golf course. So we found the land, and we started educating ourselves in the the ability and how to do it. Yeah. And we built a golf course. That and so 30, we started in, um, 91, 90, no, we opened in 91, June of, or May of 90. We started building. We okay. opened our first line in 91 and second line in 92. How about that? Yeah, and what I thought cool. was cool was your sister actually was telling me the story a little bit more. And she said, you guys would go to the library to literally research. Oh, yeah, you like, had to. we didn't have internet then. Yeah, no, so no. You, oh, yeah. you know, cell phone figure it out. Started, yeah. Just coming out, big bag phones. Yeah. But yeah. So what, uh, like I said, my dad was always a builder. So we kept reading about how to build a green. That's the most important part, the most expensive part, obviously. And basically, it's a big sand mountain. Well, we built hundreds and hundreds of sand mountains. Yeah. So then at least we had an idea of what we were doing. And then you created a brain trust, too. We had a guy that uh, worked for turf companies that sold equipment, chemicals, and all that. We had a um, couple retired golf course owners. Uh, a friend of mine was a pro. And then we'd have ideas, and we'd get them all together, or individually, actually. Sure. And then if they all five said, yeah, we loved it, well, then we went with it. Sure. If two out of the five said, no, it was terrible, well, why did those two feel that way? And that's how we did a lot of work. But I love It's, again, it's, relationships, right? Yeah. yeah. Trust oh, yeah, and loyalty. Yeah. It is. Yep. So you can come up here to Mercer County, and it, you can do it one of two ways. You can golf with your spouse at your place. Or your spouse or partner can go shopping over at the Grove City Outlets because it's 10 minutes away. And in the meantime, when you go, explain to us like you did the other day about when you go through the golf course, there are are preserved 
areas. There, there are bees. There's honey. There are plants. Yeah, well, I like that. When you deal with the outside, it's your life. It's your home. So I always tell people, why would I want to hurt my home? My my kids grew up there. My my daughter my daughter went from the time she's basically a year old. She was with me all the time. Um, my mom and dad worked there all the time. My sister, my family, my friends. So why would I want to do anything except help the environment grow and, and be cleaner and safe for a little bit? Now, golf courses for years got a lot of bad raps because we have to use chemicals, which we have to do. We do. Sure. We have to keep you know, our, our butt control, pass out under control, worry about disease, we, that kind of stuff. But you just do it in moderation. You don't, it costs a lot of money. So you just don't go out and spend, and spend 10,000 worth of chemicals every, right. every week. And that's sure. insane. You would never be in business in one. Well, I was going to say, yeah, people The most important back. part, though, is, is the environment, wildlife, soil, your water quality, all that kind of stuff. Right. So we, 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 we really are proud of ourselves and how we handle that. And you should be. The part that I think is cool, too, is, you know, John and I try really hard not to focus on COVID. It, but how do you not, right? Yeah. Two years, we were kind of down and out. Everybody was reinventing and figuring things out and, and, you know, pivoting, for lack of a better term. So during COVID, people weren't really coming t- to the golf course as much. So you guys well, t- turned... While we were closed. Yes. But then when COVID opened back up... You were good. Then it was... Yeah. But talk I about the logic. I watch what I say. No, I was you're, thinking, yeah. I was like, well, wait, don't say now. that part. But talk about the lodging. So now you have so, yeah, this we have, area. We've had, we've had lodging for, I think, 13 years now. Wow. Uh, we sleep 46 people. It's a barn. It's rustic. It's fun. When you come there, we want you to feel like you're at home. Yeah. So we started it the first year without much success. We didn't know what we were doing. Didn't advertise a lot. Now we have people coming from Toronto, Rochester, Buffalo, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Well, we have to work over. on Pittsburgh. Let's yeah, be honest, Bob. Yeah. People have come to our area from Pittsburgh for so long though yeah. they're like oh yeah we know that area we've been coming we've been doing it for 30 years yeah well we're still relatively new in their eyes even sure. as a golf course so that's why we're hooked up with you guys to say hey come up to Spring Valley and Mercer PA there's a ton of things to do and Bob just said we're on. hip and happening and young did you hear that <laughs> I don't think hey I don't think I don't think I said that <laughs> so, so remind everybody what we're talking about is the Spring Valley Golf Course in Mercer and what it is is Mulligan Monday and in April we'll be showing you ways that you should get to know the course in May when you golf at the course on Monday you get a little bit of a special. You right. don't really get a mulligan, I don't think, Bob, but you get a special. But the cool thing is when you golf on Mulligan Monday, you will be eligible to win an, uh, a few prizes. Yeah, we have a, a really cool right. tailor-made icy light golf bag we're going to give away. And then we're also going to give away an overnight stay for two people, 18 holes in a cart, and breakfast and dinner. It's probably about $300, $320 value on that part. I think that's great. So, yeah. And they can use that any time that we have the um, availability. Yeah. It's not limited to, like, Sunday through Thursday. Right. right. Yeah, you know that's I mean? the great part. As long part. as we yes. have room, we yeah. can come and stay. Right. We don't care. Right. Nice. It'll be fun. I mean, and plus us. We get to, the, we're going to take our yeah. team. And all the Pizza Joe's pizza you can eat at uh, Pine yeah, yeah, have lunch. Uh, okay. I have lunch there. I'll tell the guys that know Pizza Joe's to watch this because they are that's our favorite pizza. That's, that's right. awesome. You know? that's yeah. Cool. We know that it happens at noon. Right? And it happens at noon. Yeah, Keith, yeah. lunch yeah. every day at noon. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love the things we figure out. All right, out. so where does everybody find you guys online? GolfSpringValley.com. Easy enough, yep. yeah. And, and shout out to Linda Joe for and obviously. And to Linda Joe from Higher Images yeah. that hooked us up together. Yep. Um, and then all the technology technology part where we're how we're linking, I have no idea. That's okay. Yeah, we'll so get the Facebook. <laughs> that's, that's what these guys do. I, I don't. All do right, that we'll stuff, take care though. of it. No our worries. Question of the day. Here's our question of the I day. Think it we has, already know it. Well, we do know it, but we it has nothing to do with derbying and nothing to do with golf. So right. now you're gonna sweat. I'm What's your favorite 
time to eat? Is it breakfast, lunch, dinner, or no, I'll just snack all day? No, lunch. 12 o'clock. That's why he said we would know. <laughs> I love well, it. I never Thank you lunch. so much for yes. doing this. You guys You're natural. See? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sweaty. Uh, my You're face fine. is red. That's no, all right. No, you'll, so, you'll yeah. get over it. I hope and this is a long relationship. We keep doing this all year, guys. Same. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, go, go golf some. there. It's and amazing. I hope to see all the people that are going to watch us and listen to this. Hope we see you in, in Monday or in May on Monday. Mulligan. Mulligan. In the Mulligan Month. Check out our Jag Off Golf Course. There you go. Thank you so much. So welcome, welcome. We're so happy to have you guys. Um, we always make sure we go to Jason to double check, like, who are we pairing up with? So It's me, the sun-soaked tropical hotel looking for a companion who enjoys short walks to sandy beaches and exotic bird sightings. <laughs> must love a spontaneous voyage on a privately owned catamaran. My strengths include ocean and jungle views, your choice, plus the occasional ukulele serenade. My only weakness? You'll never want to leave me. Download the Hotels app to find me. You're perfect somewhere. Why are we getting you? You're like the guy. You're the guy that like kind of does this, right? You're like... Ground, no? Are you the great powerful zero. Oz? It's ground zero. You say no. This guy's too humble. You got the wrong guy to be asking those questions. Way too humble. You are humble. (laughs) Yes, he is. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming. What is it about this place? Like, and it was moved from last year, right? Yes, my other facility down the road. Yeah, and what was the reason? Was it just that big? And you were, they were saying you were expecting like 2,500 people today. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Wow. And it looks like we're probably approaching, I I mean, I don't know. Ain't got a gate count out there. Sure. But, I mean, it's been busy all day, and we see trucks coming and going, people coming and going, shuttle buses are running all day. So I'd say that we probably, by the end of the day, we probably exceeded that. Wow, that's assume. wonderful. Yeah. So talk to, for people who can't see, because we're obviously not taking a camera around to the right. entire expo, but what, did, what, what do you get when you come here? So it's not just fans. It's people who also have an appreciation, like we've been talking about. Myself, Correct. Bill, you know, people who don't know about it, spreading awareness. Correct. Uh, we have a lot of people that come here and attend uh, from all different areas. Like, for example, there's a retirement home down the street from our shop. And uh, my wife went there and gave them the information. So some of them people have come up and went through. Because uh, it's kind of an activity for them to do on the right. weekend, you know, right. within a close range. Right. But more so, we've got some public people from, you know, the local area that are like, you know, and the first question is, we had no idea that Demolition Derby was this big. Yeah, right. And sure. It, it is. It's, uh, you know, last night we had a promoters meeting, and one of the statistics I threw out loosely, not well-researched, and some fact-checker out there will probably dig I Actually, I have a fact-check to it, but go ahead, go <laughs> okay, ahead. Okay, go ahead. I know your but, number. But, you know, quickly I just looked to see how roughly, because Demolition Derby kind of grew at a county fair level. Right. So how many county fairs are in the United States? Not counting Canada or, you know, wherever. Right. And quite quickly it looked like the number was around 2,000. Okay. So if you figure half of those have a Demolition Derby, which that's where Demolition Derbies have pretty much cut their teeth, county fairs. Okay. Okay. If half of them have it, that's 1,000. Derby or thousand fairs that have derbies, and if they have a minimum of forty-five cars per sh- per weekend, and they have more, that's forty-five thousand drivers. 
in, that is such a in the year formula. 2000, I think it was the Los Angeles Times that a report that they figured 90,000 drivers hit the track each year across America. So actually, your number was pretty. That, well, this I is was, an old I, article. I was just being conservative to yeah. give the prom, yeah. the promoters the a real, formula. you know, like, yes. hey, look, this is a big pond. Yes. Yes. And it's and it's an interesting pond in that it's not just it. There are CEOs and things that you told us. Yes, last sir. Year, right? Can I pick on you for a second? Uh, last year. Li- Wait. Can we listen? Listen. Him? Yeah. We introduced Casey Smith, <laughs> I, but we have to introduce. My name is Josh. My name is Josh Decker, and I get. Yes, sir. I'm from yes, Trackshot. Yes. But listen. Go ahead. All right. So my daughter's, my first granddaughter was her due date was September the 18th. Okay. Okay. Uh, and my daughter made me swear that I wouldn't go do it. All and right. And there was a chance Josh. she was not going to be born on that day. <laughs> Let me jump she in. She was actually born. Let me on tag. That day. He was so mad. I'm sorry, <laughs> Hannah. He was so mad okay, that good, the birthday good. was going to be around okay. there. Did we not talk about this for a month leading up? I mean, every car conversation okay. was, I might not make the derby. I'm like, I was going to pick on you, but this is legit. I'll yeah, take it for that. My daughter was like, you are not doing that. Okay, so. but no grandchildren this no, year, correct? No, not that we know of. But we're hearing September 10th. Yes. September 10th yes. is the day, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. so they're going to hold you to this. Yeah, it's yeah. on so, TV. Yeah. It's for Jason real. told us September 10th. Yes. No, that's so cool. And, you know, I joke about it. Even when we were, you know, pre previewing this for our podcast for the month, you know, I joke that I'm like, I have no interest. It's not in my bailiwick of things. Mm-hmm. But it is so interesting to see just how people have an appreciation for it. And it's, it makes people have that appreciation. Oh, yeah. Can well, I jump in there? Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. My dad's not watching, so I can say this. My dad used to say that demolition derby drivers are dirtbags and scumbags oh, and nice. low class. And we used to go to our county fair, and that's what my dad thought, okay? I love demolition derby. Since I was a kid, I've loved this sport. We are not that. Right. We are a fantastic family of great people. Casey now, his, what he has done here, yeah, he's changing demolition derby for us because... Aww. Last night we were in a promoters meeting. Promoters go at each other all year long. We're, we are we are at each other's necks, right? Last year all or last night all of us sat in a room and had such a great conversation for four hours about what helps this guy, what helps this guy, what's hurting us, how do we make it better, how do we make it safer? That has never happened in our sport. Okay. Today you're watching all these people. Every time we're at a derby, we are competitive. We have a derby today. I'm going to win. I'm in a class. I got to get my car through tech. Not here at all today. Today is about friendships, hanging out learning new places i want to go here i want to learn this i want to see this we needed this so that bad that's such a good point i'm so glad you said that we needed yeah, this so bad you casey for really well, and that's, that's what i was saying you are humble but you host this for that reason well there's a lot of things in this sport like josh is saying that people don't see the depth in it <clears throat> and that's what we're trying to bring out one one thing that i've always done is i've always been a big fan of you know successful organizations and learning from people who have done great things no matter what it is right and the one thing that you have to do is you have to create in any motorsport. Like if you take, and I always say you look at like Monster Jam or NASCAR or whatever. Every great thing has an infrastructure to it, okay, and that's Absolutely. what creates everything internally to operate and and start growing. So that's why we introduced at educational seminars. That's why we bring promoters into this. We bring the general public into it. We bring sponsors. We bring series uh, carriers. We bring media outlets such as you guys such as josh and track shot live because the more people learn about things the more they can even if they don't like it they'll understand it and Great respect point. it yes 
Right. I agree. Because I was saying it as a joke, like John always gets his way because he literally loves this. <laughs> but it is interesting awesome. to me. And even though I, you're not going to get me in the car, and, I you know, think it's And cool. Josh brought up a very good point. You know, I was at the promoters meeting last night and I probably looked like I'd just come out of the garage. Because my wife forgot to bring me my change of clothes, you so know, I had on women. I had on a pair of Hey Dudes and work rigid rigid work pants. Wait a and minute, a Hey cap. Dudes are the official shoe of cornhole. Let me just tell you, my uh, husband wears them right? on. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. They're the they're, official shoes to wear in Florida, shoe. not Transylvania. Yeah. By the time you get done, your feet sweat. But, That's funny. But That's anyway, funny. I mean, the point being is, I stood there in a group of some of the best showmen yes. in this country that put on the biggest shows. Right. And my appearance doesn't matter. Like, had I been at a, a corporate meeting oh, to sure. present something, it would have been like, really? This is this guy. <laughs> but sure. it wasn't about me. It was about the group. Okay? So it didn't matter what I showed up, what I did. This was yeah. for them. So, right. And uh, that's how it is in this, in this sport. It's not what you see. Sometimes what you see is definitely not what you get at okay. all. Yeah, absolutely true. And, you know, on, on top, so all the work that you're doing then gets shown on the, the final product gets shown on YouTube. And I will tell you that if you get ready to roll your eyes, Rachel. I'm ready. All right. If you sit on the toilet and pull up Track Shot Live. Fine with that. I'm fine with that. Do and, it. And you pull up the Track Shot Live YouTube. Please. Your legs are going to go numb because okay. you're going to get so <laughs> sir. Thank I you. I can't even roll my eyes. Thank you. Listening to you guys talk about these races or derbies. So the crazy. So track shot live is how you guys are exposing it to everybody at this point. You know, when I was a child, and there was cable television. Anytime something come on TV, Demolition Derby, I taped it. VCR. You, yes. If you guys might not remember them, but I used to have a VCR. I'd sit there and wait. I, I, I still have them in my room, okay? 30, 40 tapes. But there wasn't enough. I was starved for Demolition Derby as a kid. I'm lucky enough or now I get to bring it to people. I have this jag of me wanting to just show the country free Demolition Derby because it's what hooked me. And these are the kind of things we need, right? We need the things that are free that get more people watching. And if you're listening right now, we are a community, okay? We are a family. This is the part you're going to miss. Today you're going to see it, though, here. We want you part of our family. If you don't feel like you're a part of any family, if you don't know what family you're part of, if you don't know what you maybe need to do in your future, it's Demolition Derby. We're looking for you. We want you. We want you as part of our family. Come into it. Watch Track Shot Live. Get hooked to it. Come to our derbies and come be part of our family. Wow. I don't know if I'm going to the Marines or the Derby. I feel, I'm like, I'm in. Come on, come on, please. Yes. We need more of you. We need more people. That's so cool. That's so cool. No, All right. Kudos to you guys. So, Casey, what kind of – should we be promoting the, your your other work that you're doing? What yeah. do they learn I'm glad about you said what, that. Yeah. what you guys do here at your – Smith Metalworks? Yeah, Smith Metalworks. Yeah. I mean, what we do at Smith Metalworks is we're primarily a fabrication company, okay? So we do probably 50% of our – annual business is in the demolition derby world and the other 50 percent is outside of that with some other with some other fields so it it is it keeps us busy we've created jobs we've grown you know last year in the expo on that saturday i'd got the phone call that the this place the the family had accepted the offer to sell it so we bought it and a year later we're standing in it doing this made it bigger uh, I'm planning on moving our fabrication into this facility out of our other facility that we share with our with our parent company and we're going to create more jobs in Mercer County 
and that's our plan. I mean, a lot of people want to get out of bed and have that big fat bank book. I got enough to make sure that I'm paying the employees and we could add employees. Yeah. Because I believe in this country that industry is so important to every community. That's and so awesome. a lot of people don't realize it. You yeah. know, they get caught up in whatever they do. But today, being a skilled tradesman, working with your hands, being a machinist, being a welder, you can get paid for it. You can get paid well. And it is what built this country, and it's what will save this country. Make no mistake. And no if, you think it's, right. if you think it's yeah. going to be saved by a bunch of people outside of that, so I'll say, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Absolutely right. Because wow. it's true. When you see industry leave a community, you see what happens to the community. Yes. Yeah. yes. Right. No, I agree Casey Smith for president. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, well, I I've been told they want me to be derby president. Yeah, you're there in. You go. You've been voted in. Start there. And Josh, tell us about your partners and where do we find TrackShot Yes, Live. thank you guys. TrackShot Live, we are free on YouTube. We travel all over the country. California, Washington, Maine, all over the country, free on YouTube, Track Shot Live. We're on Facebook, also find us on there. But follow us throughout the country. I bet I'm going to show you some demolition derby that you've never seen before. And one thing, one thing yeah. I'd like to add with Track Shot Live is, if you want to get exposed to a lot of people in a lot of places across this nation, you get a hold of Josh Decker and Track Shot Live. Please, and they will put you in front of a lot of people that you never got to be in front okay, of before. Yeah. And let, so, if I could jump on that, remember when we had a podcast, John? Our <laughs> sport. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Totally good. Our, our sport <laughs> only has so many drivers. It's been the same drivers for 40 years. We are focused on getting new drivers. That's why I love what Casey's doing because there's new people, Is that young why kids. You want John? <laughs> yes, John. No, I'm serious because when John's yeah. hooked and he tells his friends, and then yeah. your friends come and yeah. their yeah. friends come. Uh, yeah. This we, is how we grow. We have this is how we. We have two different, you know, I'd say two different mountains. He's on one with what he does, and then I go after the youth. Yeah. You know, we are a very strong leader as far as developing well, youth in this Well, Jake adores sport. you, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he called your place a resort. Because not only is, not only is the... <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, I don't know about that. You asked he my... Did. That's a fact. He did. He did. That's yeah. awesome. But, you know, the youth is the future of this sport for drivers. The youth yeah. is the future of our country and our yeah. communities. So anybody that doesn't help promote youth in any aspect of our country... Yeah. You're really you're really not investing in the future for yeah. anybody. Agree. No Agree. And that's you know, we look at Jason Sauer, you know, entertaining somebody at a coffee shop, you know, down there in the city. Yeah. And you know, who would have thought that he would be pulling people in just from a coffee shop conversation because oh, of what yeah. he does. So yeah, that's absolutely. awesome. Bro. Before we let them go and before we do the question of the day, I have one question. I've been trying to like stump, but you guys know this trivia way too much. <laughs> All right. So what car is still currently banned in this those too easy. Come on, way harder question. That's like that's like 1972s. Come on, come on, get way harder. Wrong, wrong, wrong year, wrong year. Oh, wow. well, 1967 through 1973, Chrysler Imperials would be banned most places. Nowadays, some places are banning Cadillacs and 03 to newers. All right, all right. So it's great talking to them today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was interesting. I was like, look it at is. That. Imperials have been banned forever. Very few parts of the country still allow them. If you come to the Northeast, we still allow them. We love them. We're Imperial lovers up there. But how about that? Much of the country cannot run them. To be honest, it's not. It's it shouldn't really be a thing. Imperials can be beat by any car out there. It's something that caught on, I think, in the eighties, and it kind of rolled well, through the nineties. But I think it's kind of gone. I think it's gone. It was the first in driver my ever. opinion, it's it's gone. It's first driver ever. Well, I could go for a long time, but Larry Mendelson in nineteen fifty eight at Islip Speedway was the first promoter ever to put on a demolition derby, pay a payout, and invite drivers. Thank you.
Wikipedia. There were drive. <laughs> there were demolition derbies before this, but they did not pay out oh, money. Oh, okay. Don Basil was the first one to ever put on demolition derbies in Oregon. He did them on a racetrack, but he cut his car sections out so when they would hit, they would crumble. But that's not a true demolition derby because there was no payout and drivers didn't bring their own cars. John, remind me not to try to stump No, give me you, you, You're going to have to do some real Google. Ask you what is the most the underrated car in demolition oh, derby? Oh, okay. Let me know Ooh. that. What is it? What is it? Dodge Diplomat. Really? I didn't even know it existed. I would go with you on that. Okay. I would agree with that. Most I would agree with that. Underrated car. I would agree with that. See, that, that was a good one. I love yep. it. Yep. All right, you guys, right. where does everybody find you? Did you ask him? Yeah, we did that. Okay, so I thought yeah. question we asked him. I don't remember yeah, hearing. Oh. You can find us at www.smithmetalworks.info. You can find us on Facebook at Smith Metalworks. Perfect. And, all right. and obviously we're following And you. all you Jagovs are going to come to yeah. derbies, right? All of you listening yeah. are going to start coming to yeah. demolition yeah, so derbies. We're going to come on the 10th for sure. <laughs> all, right. all right, so this has nothing to do with demolition derbying. It has nothing to do with Smith Metalworks. It has to do with eating. What is your favorite meal? Is it breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Or no, I'll just snack all day. All of them. Uh, or, or any. <laughs> okay, check the boxes. I'm an Italian kid. I'm going to go dinner. Dinner right. is yeah, got to yeah. have a good dinner. Spaghetti Sunday. I love Dang it. Right. Thank you all guys right. so much. All right, dude, thanks so much. Awesome. It was awesome. Thanks for having all us. All right, coming up, we're going to talk to Russ. This year's NBA playoffs are going to feature a lot of great rookies. And FanDuel wants you to be one of them. Make your debut on FanDuel Sportsbook with promo code ROOKIE. And your first bet is risk-free up to 1000 bucks, So you can bet the point spread, grab the money line, or build a same-game parlay. And if you make a rookie mistake, FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in site credit. So you can take another shot. Okay, this guy's got potential. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Sign up and unlock your risk-free first bet up to $1,000. We're looking forward to seeing what you're made of. 21 plus in President Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we've been hearing your music all podcast long. And uh, so, first of all, you made the trip over here to Mercer County. Which so is far. 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. It was a rough trip. Yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit. We've been hearing your music. Tell us a little bit about your music background. And I will tease everybody that we said earlier in the, in the podcast that we found out from Bob, the golf guy, that you actually learned how to play a bass left-handed so you could be in a Beatles tribute band. Is that correct? That is, that is correct, yeah. I've been with them for 15 years now, yeah. We're called Beatlemania Magic, and we, we play the Pittsburgh area quite often. I know, often. I know. Yeah. What is the fascination? I, I'm going to tell you. Okay, like one time I said I don't love Primanis. I'm now going to break it to you. I wore a T-shirt once that said, I earned the Beatles, like a heart with an X through it, because I don't love like the Beatles. angry oh. she is, right? I don't, and wow. I feel like I'm in this weird league of my own because everybody loves the Beatles. What's the fascination? I, I just think it was the perfect timing that, that you know, Elvis was in the Army yeah. and everything, when that all changed, and, and they just needed something. And, and that, they were it. Yeah, they, they were, were it. it. Yeah. And they just had the, the chemistry. They what about musically? Are you a fan musically? Like, do they have that ooh factor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a huge Elvis fan. Okay. Huge Elvis fan and and I and a big Beach Boys fan. So that's, so I love John. the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, wow. He just wanted to get There you go. He's going yeah. on the road with me then, man. <laughs> he just wanted you that's to know he could do it, Russ. Oh, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, right. Where do you perform typically? Because obviously we know that musicians really, I mean, talk about peaks and valleys. Unfortunately, COVID, you know, made it really difficult. Right. The entertainment business, people kept talking about, not that it wasn't important, but grocery stores and this and this and this, hospitals, of course. But what about the entertainment? Because that's where we all went to right. kind of feel better. So how are yeah. things now? Well, things are incredible now. But it's it's completely switched over. It used to be when, uh, show my age, back in the 80s, <laughs> when I had okay. long hair and swore spandex and all that, you know, and played in those bands, you know, you could play five nights a week. There were clubs everywhere. You could always go hear a band. And things after COVID now, that's kind of shut down. And now when since since covid things are picking up but it's picking up for solo artists all the wineries and all the breweries and all the restaurants and clubs and that are all going for just single artists solo artists the acoustic thing and you can't go find a band anymore it's hard to find a band yeah so that's really changed everything you know in our area anyway it has a lot you know yeah oh no pittsburgh too we get a lot of our local musicians who say you know they had to pivot, and they had to figure it out. So you, hopefully yeah. you were good enough to kind of withstand on your own. Yeah. So when, when you're not doing music, are you doing anything like Demolition Derby? What are your hobbies at this point? <laughs> or has Demolition Derby now become your hobby of choice after walking around here? No, I actually am on the opposite. I don't. Uh, demolition derby i like to rebuild <laughs> i'm actually currently working on a 72 uh, volkswagen bus is that right yeah that's always been my dream to have a hippie bus so um, i'm working on that you know restoring so it yeah and if someone smashed it you'd be like we're fighting oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and as far as you you seem to do different genres of music we talked about the beatles we talked right. about oldies what do you like current day music? Like, I could ask you what your favorite genre is, but some other podcast would yeah. would ask you that. So, I'm going to ask you what what do you actually like out of the current day music? Do you, I are, <laughs> I very very seldom listen to a lot of okay. current music. Okay, all the, everything that I do is 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay, and even in my writing, my writing is so they call dated because I write music. When I write a song, I write it for an artist. Like the one I'm going to do later for you, I wrote for Buddy Holly in his style for him. For his, oh, wow. I got one that I wrote for, um, you know, Neil Diamond style, Barry Manilow. Uh, you know, I, I pick an artist and I kind of write in that. Okay. So that's, it kind of cheats myself. I don't have my own style. But I do, but I write yeah. for them. That, that's you know? But those are people who you emulate. So there's yeah, nothing I'm, wrong with that. But I like the uh, if the song that you played prior to our podcast going uh, live yeah. was was it like a rockabilly? It was like a Stray Cats kind of right. Song, yeah, right? I'm a big Which Brian Setzer fan. Yeah, yeah. that's the '80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He cuts it off at the '80s. I'm with <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm with you. That's my cutoff, and I was born right before there. So there you go. You're not dated. You know. No, like. it's it's. You I mean, like it your, isn't that like it isn't that there isn't great music out there. It's just sure. that. I don't know. I just that that's where I decided to say, okay, I gotta I gotta cut it off somewhere because I just can't learn everything for every. You know, no, forever. right. That's and, a great uh, point. Yeah, awesome point, well, Russ. Where but, does everybody find you? Are you in the Pittsburgh area much? Um, well, only when I'm with the Beatles band. Usually, okay. Usually, I try to stay within an hour okay. of my home base. 
which is Mercer County. I, I stay right around here. But I, I play, uh, you know, Youngstown, Warren, Mercer, Grove City, all, all the areas around here. You know. Okay. A lot of, a lot of put you on the spot. Oh, yeah. Over yeah. He's performed there. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. performed there at Spring Valley. Yeah. I didn't know if you golfed there. Yeah. And you're going to get in on Mulligan Mondays. I know. Right? So... Oh, right. so it, I didn't. I missed the Frankie Valley, Jan and Dean. That oh my uh, god! I was in the Jan and Dean fan club actually. Oh, okay, yeah. and All I right. got the yeah. I, you know, Jan and Dean were compared to the Beach Boys at one point. Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know if you knew. Dead Man's Curve. Dead Man's Curve. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and then, like we said, uh, so Frankie Valley and Lou Christie, our favorite. Shout out to Lou Christie because I really need to get them to my dad's museum. That's what we were talking right. about. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So Russ, we have a question of the day, but where does everybody find you? Are you on social media? Just on Facebook mostly. Okay. Yeah. At Russ and, Taylor, and it's Russ. Sailor okay. music page. All and right. Sailor is S A Y L O R. There you go. To do that, yeah. yeah. All right. Russ. All right. Question of the day What is your favorite meal? Is it breakfast, lunch, dinner, or I'll pass, I'll just snack all day? Hmm. I think I'd have to go with lunch. You're the only one who said lunch. Yeah. Because my lunch is. I'll have like something small for breakfast, but then my lunch is my meal, and That's then I it. won't eat again the rest of the day. Gotcha. A lot of people are like that. Yeah, yeah. What would we're kind of like that. Dinner. Yeah, I'd be, I mean, I'm not Italian whatsoever, but I'm into the whole Italian thing of big dinner. That oh, okay. That, uh, Rachel's mom. <laughs> there you go. There's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So we get to hear you play again. If you want to get ready while okay. yep. we say right. our goodbyes, so thank you. In the meantime, we're going to thank everybody. Yeah. And we're going to thank everybody. I'm going to go to this mic. Okay. So thank you to, uh, first of all, thank you to Jason Sauer for pulling this all together. He's such a good dude. And I love the fact, that even though, like I said, I make light of it because it's not my jam to get in the car. It's such a great event. It's so well put together. And what a community of people who want to do it. Yeah, and we thank thank Josh from Trackshot Live for jumping in. Thanks to Casey Smith from uh, Smith Metalworks. Thanks to Bill Lowenberg, who might have been one of the more intelligent people we've had on our podcast since Cyril Wecht. That's a really good point. I mean, I think so. Do you feel smarter? I I do feel smarter. And uh, thanks to Bob Mills. And yep. make sure you go golf on Mulligan Mondays. And thanks to our guys who actually build the vehicles. Right. Jake and Jake T.Y. Jake and T.Y. or Ty. Right. We're going to call him Ty. He's Shout out to Garfield because we were feeling a little more at home with some Pittsburgh right. here. And thanks, obviously, to Russ for coming and And thanks performing. to Rorick.com. Rorick Honda is known as number one for so many reasons. But the Civic Passport and Odyssey won best for residual value in 2022. Not something you want to hear at the, at the Demolition Derby I know. Expo. But everyone has their Honda preference, so make time for a Rorick Honda rep to learn which ride best suits your journey. As always, visit Rorick.com for all of your vehicle needs. And now, we exit the show with our new friend, Russ Saylor. Every day I think about you, every night I dream about you, baby, I guess it's true.
Yeah. Mm-hmm.